we talk about the recent Camera Plus 2 update, including showing some comparison shots. We talk about our recent photos and look a little bit in the future with a little iOS 16 crystal ball and maybe what's seeing what can be holding for the iPhone 14 coming up. All that coming up on the iPhoneography podcast. It's Monday, June 20th, and this is the iPhoneography Podcast. I'm Greg McMillan, and I'm joined by my wonderful co-host, Dave Podner. Good evening, Dave. Hey, good evening, Greg. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm top shelf right beside the peanut butter. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So as anybody who kind of follows iPhoneography might know, Camera Plus 2 came up with a um, pretty cool update. Uh, They've... um, given us uh, the ability to capture a 48 megapixel photo. And that's all done through upscaling, right? So, um, but the thing is, is they've not only given us a capture ability, but an editing ability. So you can edit in the, in Camera Plus's edit suite, which has also been updated. You can edit and a, a change, a, like changes photo. One of your regularly, captured photos that you've got in your library, you can bring it in and you can upscale it to the 48 megapixels as well. So what do you think, Dave? Do you think this is a pretty cool update? I mean, I think it's a good upgrade. And we're going to talk about the photos, the comparison photos each of us took. And you can tell the difference if you look at the details, at least on my 13 Pro. Um, maybe if you're dealing with an older camera, it'll be a, a bigger difference than like if your camera's a year or two old, maybe even three, you may not notice a huge difference. But also they can't do the upscaling on that old of a camera though, because they need to use the uh, machine learning, you know, artificial intelligence. That's they're not just, you know, scaling it up because then it'll look crappy. Uh, they're saying they looked at you know, all these photos and figured out where you can upscale and where's the details and where's this. So it's using, but if you don't have a newer phone with the machine learning chip in it, pretty much, it's not going to make that much of a difference because it doesn't, it just can't do the processing. So I, like I said, I notice a difference. Um, I notice it's slower that you take a picture and then you can, you can still move on, but then you see the little circle fill in as it's, developing yeah, for life as it's building it yeah yeah exactly so it is doing and like i said i only have my phone's only a year old so it's new mm-hmm. you know I, I, it, it's new so the fact that it's taking my phone a minute or you know not a minute but you know it's about five, you know seconds. it's about seven or eight seconds right yeah seems like it anyway but if you have an older phone you may notice it a lot more and i think the there's two big changes um or three i should say the 48 megapixel artificial for 48 megapixel because it's not a true you know there's no way you can physically increase the number of pixels on your phone right yeah you know yeah so it's um, not 48 negative or it's not negative but not it's not yeah. 48 native pixels megapixels right, exactly um the the user interface which i think is a big improvement even though they haven't really added a lot per se but i like the user interface changes that are a lot better. And the fact that they went to a subscription model. Yeah, that's uh, that's something else now, that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Now, if you purchased Camera Plus 2 in the past, 
you will, you don't have to pay for it. Right. Because Your first time you open did. it, exactly. So you can say, restore my previous purchases. It'll see that you purchased it for whatever it was before. And then boom. But if you've never used Camera Plus 2 in the past, uh, at least in the US, the monthly plan is $3.99. $3.99 a month? A month. Now I'm thinking wow. that's more that's more of a trial period. You know, it, before you put out the, for the yearly or the purchase price, if you just mm-hmm. want to give it a try, give it a try for you know for for that gives you a month to play with it for three ninety nine. Mm-hmm. The yearly plan seventeen ninety nine. So per month, it's not bad. But you remember, you have to pay it all at once, so it's eighteen bucks. That's yeah. a bit on the steep side. The purchase of $24.99 is better. I mean, if you're really sure you're going to keep it, and that's assuming there's no changes in the future, which of course you can't, which I understand why they went subscription though. Oh, yeah. Because they literally said, we can, we're, there's so much stress at their company saying, well, our sales, because it was a one time sale at one time, is so much this month. And are we going to get that next month? What, mm-hmm. What's our what's our what's our you know financial model going forward? Because this is a full time job. Yeah, this is it. This is literally, as far as I know, this is their main product they put out. Yeah. Um, in fact, I'm trying to go. Here we go. More by developer. Yeah, there's a, a pro video camera and macro by camera plus, but that's. I'm thinking this is an old that macro by camera plus. I think that's just their macro mode in a separate app. Yeah, yeah. You know, okay if you've got year. camera that plus, was you've got it. this year at least. Right. So I mean at least that was updated this year. Yeah. But yeah, the other one is the uh pro recording one that's eight dollars. And that was last updated in February for other reasons. So so at least it's it's something, but they really only have three apps, and Camera Plus mm-hmm. is their main app. Yeah. So and you know, and it's on iPad, and I believe there's a Mac version of some sort. Yeah, Camera Plus Studio is what they call it. Yeah. Uh, so and that's free with in-app purchases, but that isn't as mm, well liked. It looks like. Because it's like uh, monthly's a buck, full purchases nineteen dollars, and it's just straight editing. So honestly, I don't know if I would get. You know, there's if you're going for desktop editing, I would go for probably something else. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, even the Photos app does a Pretty bang on job, job yeah. of, of editing, right? Yeah. So, um, so we've each tried it. <clears throat> and uh, I'm just going to pull up your images. Now, yeah, you took yeah. a couple that looks like they're taken at work. Yeah. Yeah. This is actually the hallway on the other side of the, my cubicle. So they recently put up uh, posters kind of going down. Now, this is a, when I mean hallway, it's a cubicle hallway. Yeah. So it's not it's not a real hall. It's just basically the backside of cubicles facing each other mm-hmm. to paint a picture for people. So they posted, uh, put up different um, photo, uh, different posters that describe the different things we do as a company. Okay. 
So you can kind of see on, on each of these, it's kind of going, you have that leading line kind of going off. And yeah, it has that Stanley Kubrick look to it. Mm-hmm, down at the very bottom. So both of these were done on what's considered the wide shot. So uh, I did it in the, 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 the super megapixel one for camera plus two, and I did one in the, um, just the, the ultra wide shot for the native camera shot. Um, now, this being inside in an office with all those fluorescent lights means it is well lit. Even though mm-hmm. there's no lights overhead, it was a pretty bright day and it was pretty well lit. So um, the one thing I did notice, and this is true with, like I said, it's the small details that you notice a little bit of a difference. If you look at each of the photos at the very center, at the end of the hallway, there's an exit sign that's hanging. Yeah. Okay. And if you zoom in very, 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 very tight, um, you can actually, on the camera plus two one, read exit. Where on the built-in iPhone one, it's just kind of blurred lines. So that's kind of, you know, putting the extreme out there, if you will. But same thing with the photos on the wall. If you zoom in on the photos going down the hallway, you can actually read them and they're pretty clear going pretty far down. This is at a pretty steep, uh, uh, kind of a steep angle. Um, the kind of, again, it's, it's kind of like a very narrow hallway. You're looking down with posters on either side. So you're not really seeing them straight on, but you may not be able to read, but you can, you know, get a good feel for what each of these, you can actually get a feeling of the letters and it doesn't look splotchy on the camera plus two, Mm -hmm. but on the built-in iPhone one, they get a little splotchy, you lose some detail. And I I know that the ultra wide is not as good as the wide when it comes, it's just not as good as a, the camera part is just not as good. Yeah. But it you, you can definitely tell the camera plus two does a nicer job. Now, if you're looking at the posters that are closest to you, it's hard to notice the difference there. Right. Um it is still a little bit clearer though. So you can definitely tell it, it's better. And looking at the floor, you could only, you could pretty much tell that the focusing was at the boat pretty much the same spot too. Like it's not like one focused a little further down the hall than the other one. They look, they both look like they're focused in Mm -hmm. the, in the, in the kind of in the foreground, but you know, maybe the um, first poster on the left looks like it might be the focusing point. Roughly somewhere around there. Yeah. So yeah, that's interesting that, uh, Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, I'm seeing a very slight uh, difference in the color tone, like, the, 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 the say, the white balance between these two. And that's going to be more evident in what we're going to look at here in a minute. Um, but, yeah, that, that's interesting. So the other shots that you tested were of these um, 
flowers outside your house. Mm -hmm. And okay, so when we put okay, so let's go to the first one. Okay. So that's um 1437 these, is the yeah. file number. Yeah, these are our hosta plants outside of our house. Yeah. And they're just starting to bloom right now. Which yeah, is appropriate cool. given tomorrow's the first day of summer. Yeah, that's cool. Um, okay, so this was with which camera or which app? Sure. The, sure, this was Camera Plus using its macro feature. Okay. So, again, it was, uh, this was taken um, 7.30 at night. So, and this is, our house is facing west. So, it was overcast. Uh, it was kind of facing the sun. So, this is kind of best case lighting scenario. Yeah. You know, a diffuse, not not a harsh light, but very well lit still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So kind of best case scenario. But I remember I just in the past before this last update, the one reason I would pull out Camera Plus 2 was this macro feature before I got my iPhone 13. Yeah. You know, that way you could do it without attachments or add-on or anything else. Yep. And it does a pretty decent and, job. Oh, yeah. No, no, it does a good job. I mean, you can see the um, individual stamen. You can actually see some of the pollen yeah. on the individual if you zoom in. But mm-hmm. I also wanted to see, could the 48 megapixel version do almost as good as the macro? So I switched over to the macro and, I mean, to the to super resolution. And it does, a, especially, like I said, you figure with the n- new iPhones, if they are 48 megapixel. The output will probably be 12, but the thing they're probably going to be pushing is the ability to zoom in more, that you're not going to lose detail. So that's why I thought macro would work pretty good on here. And I think it does. Mm -hmm. I think think it does a pretty good job on macro. Um, Also, since it's using less computational, well, I'm saying it's using more computational, it's actually coming out to be just a brighter photo. The whites here are just brighter than either macro shots. Yeah. Um, so, so the we go from the camera plus macro, and then we go to the. Uh, it, it's basically the same image, but you, it's a separate photo uh, mm-hmm. of the high res version. <clears throat> and when the listeners look at this image on their. Uh, on their iPhone, on their podcast app, they're going to see uh, a zoomed-in version of the image on part of the hosta flower. That's the one that's kind of hanging down at the lowest point. The the um, you know the white petals that are hanging down because I find those are the sharpest ones. I think that's for some reason that's where the focus seemed to be nailed. Mm-hmm. And okay, so yeah. they're, good, they're going to be able to see the difference between the regular one and the um, the regular macro version that comes from Camera Plus. And that, you know, that, that's going to be, um, let's see there. I want to make sure I got the right one because what I'm doing is I'm screenshotting these when I show them 
so that I'm what I'm doing is I'm screenshotting or not not uh, I'm opening them up in preview on my Mac, and then I'm going to view them at 100%, and then I'm going to screenshot it, and then that's how that's what they're going to look like on the yeah. podcast app. Okay, so go to 100%. And for some reason, these are looking the same at actual well, I, size. Again, well, I think, you know, it's very similar. You know, the fact that their macro and the 48 megapixel look very similar, that, that kind of bodes well because, like I said, the main idea for macro is being able to zoom in with this very small um, focal length. And yeah. if you can and do you know that what? with... That's why they look similar. That's why they look similar because I forgot that the first one you shot it in macro mode. The Mm -hmm. second one was shot as a high res, not in macro mode, right? Right, right. Because you can't do both. Once you're in high res, you can only do high res. You can't do macro mode. You can't do uh, the monument. You can't even do raw or nothing. No. Okay, so that's why they look the same. So that's interesting. Okay, so now I don't feel so mm-hmm. dumb here trying to figure out why they look the same. But um, and then the third one that you took, yeah, that was, was taken with, with the macro built-in native camera app, right? And like you said, like you mentioned, it's a warmer image. It's yeah, a warmer image. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's where I noticed the color shift for some reason. Um, camera plus two seem to maybe i don't know if it just shoots in a cooler tone in general yeah. or it just maybe it's more accurate um i it's, it's hard to say what the deal is there but um now i'm going to open this in preview and go to 100% and again it looks very similar to the other macro version that's actually maybe a little bigger but um now I'll say this, when you zoom into the small details, I think the iPhone native one does a better job with its computational. Yeah. With like yeah. the actual stamen, want to make sure I'm getting the correct term. Yep. <laughs> uh, with, the, with the yellow bits, with the yellow ends, the stamen, you can see they're a lot clearer on the iPhone version than the yes. camera plus version. Yeah. And so for that, so I took that and if you, if, if anyone looks on my um, my Instagram or Twitter at ProfPod, I took that one and did some color correction on it because I figured you it's really hard to sharpen a macro image mm-hmm. because there's so much computational already there. It's really hard to pull out anything else that's making it look kind of grainy and nasty. So I took that one, did some color corrections, up the contrast a little bit, up the vibrancy a little bit to pop things up a little bit. And that's the one I actually posted. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's I interesting. Did, I did definitely make it cooler and made the leaves whiter. Mm-hmm. It, is a, it is a white flower. I shouldn't say leaves, but the flower itself is white. Yeah, the, the petals, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, yeah, so just before we started recording tonight, I was out in my backyard playing around with some test shots as well. Um, I did a test shot with reflex and these were not macro shots. These were just regular, um, mm-hmm. just from the wide camera. And now these flowers, 
they look like they're taking a beating from ants or something. Uh, they're um, clematis. They're clematis. That's what they are. Uh, so that's why there's holes in them and they're chewed up a little bit. And I don't know. We've never seemed to have good luck with them uh, just because of the, the ants getting at them. But anyway, this was with a reflex camera app, just auto, nothing done to it. Um, so what I did was I put the put my uh, iPhone on a tripod and that way, when I took these, I, they were all identical in the same spot. So the first one was done with reflex. And then the next one that you see is camera plus. And there's not much difference, really. The camera plus image looks a little brighter in the background. Um, I looked at the exposure data and there's a very, very slight difference in the shutter speed, but I didn't think it was enough that it would, um, uh, you know, alter the uh, brightness of the image that much, but maybe it does. I don't know, but uh, they're, they're, they're pretty darn similar uh, to say the least. And so that's a reflex then camera plus. And then I went with the camera plus high res. And now just looking at it, it looks very similar to the camera plus normal shot. But, and then, you know, when, when I open it in preview on the Mac and go to um, view it at a hundred percent, then it's literally twice the size. Um, that's exactly what it does. It goes from, uh, 12 megapixel to 48, but that just means it's doubled its length and height or height and width in the, um, in the resolution in the number of pixels. And um, it's very evident that, that, you know, you can see a lot more detail now because it's computationally done, you know, with um, machine learning and all that stuff. It's got that, you know, that slightly pixelated, not pixelated, but um you can just tell it's been done computationally. It's not optically. So it's not like taking a, you know, like a mirrorless camera and putting a, you know, taking a shot with a 50 millimeter and then taking another shot with a, a hundred millimeter. It's not like that, but it, it really does bring it in nice. It makes it nice and big. You can probably get some pretty nice prints out of this stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, there there may be other there may be some parts of this of this photo that that look better than others. Like if I went down to one of the petals, you know, the the texture in the petal shows up real nice. Uh, when you look at the stamen, it you know maybe it, there was a bit of a breeze, so maybe they're kind of moving in the breeze a little bit. But um, I mean, it does it does a really decent job of upscaling these images. Mm -hmm. And there's other ways yeah, that you totally. could upscale images, right? You could do it through like Photoshop and all that stuff, but um, Pixelmator Pro on the Mac or even on the, um, on the iPhone has a um, upscaling feature, but it doesn't go to 48 megapixel. Uh, it, it goes bigger, but not this big. At least I don't think it does. I haven't played with it in a while, but um, I don't know. It's it's a pretty good feature though. It's a, it's a really cool feature mm -hmm. to throw into the app, and uh, I mean it, it's it's uh, it, it's kind of like macro, I guess, 
if you want to change it to the high res or shoot it in high res and then crop in, it's basically like kind of like doing a macro shot, but mm-hmm. um, you know, I know you get the benefit of the whole frame, everything in the frame being double the uh, double the size. It, it's it's a good it's a good feature that they've thrown in. Uh, I'll say that because yeah. Um, okay, so any other you know comments uh, on the high res part of it, Dave? Not really on the high res, no. And okay. the only thing is that, like you said, there is a delay and high res is by itself. That's the other thing to, to think about. You can't, if you want to do something in raw, you can't do raw, which makes sense because yeah, high res is using the computational photography. Anytime you do that, you really can't do a true raw image. That's right. Yeah. You know, so just the biggest thing is just knowing your limitation on what you have you know, using the different modes. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. There, there's definitely limitations. So, uh, you know, keep that in mind, folks, if you're going to give this a try, don't, don't try. You, I mean, you can adjust the, um, you know, the exposure value. Um, I don't know what else you can, you can adjust. Uh, or maybe you can adjust. Um, I don't know. Like you said, I, the, I have... the, 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 the temperature you can adjust, the exposure you can adjust. Um, now, the nice thing, of course, about Camera Plus is you do have separate um, exposure and focus ability. Yes, that's right. If you tap the screen, that's been there for a while. So that is a big help also. The fact that if you're like, you know, I want to, you know, um, I want to focus on the flower, but that's over bright because it's white or it's too dark. So I want my exposure somewhere part of the image. You can do that. That's a big help. That's something to build in Camera camera app can't do yet <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't want to say yeah. permanently because you never know yeah that's right so it looks like looks like the only adjustment that i can see that you can do while shooting is focus and exposure yeah and and the exposure value like the ev um yeah so it doesn't look like you can change white balance and all that stuff while shooting, but you can definitely do it afterwards for sure. Right. So, hmm. Okay. Um, so now the other change that they've made in their app is the editing suite, and, which is, um, it, it was pretty good before, mm-hmm. but they seem to have, um, you know, revamped it and um, made it a little more user-friendly, I guess. Yeah, especially in the um, what they used to call their lab uh, mm-hmm. for the editing, where it used to have all the. And I don't know if they add, if they remove some additional ones, because it seems like they grouped some of the um, adjustments under menus, not menus, but they grouped them here, like under light, there's exposure, brightness, contrast, highlights, and shadows. Or before each one of those was a separate option, but to get to it, you had to click on, you had to touch it, and the touch points were exceptionally small. Yeah, and they made the touch points much easier to deal with. Um, yeah, for sure. And the same thing with the filters, where the filters, as far as I can tell, they're pretty much the same filters that were there before, but instead of like, you can almost tell that. Camera Plus 2 came out 
and it was one of the first um, uh, separate camera apps that was available. Mm-hmm. So you can tell that, and you can tell that the layout designs almost iPhone 4 4S. Like yeah, yeah, from definitely. the apps at the time, they were like, "Oh, this is this filter, and this is another group of nine. This is another group of nine. And now it's just, well, here's all your filters. You just kind of scroll through all the different groups, which which does work better. It does work better. Yeah, and I, and I'll put some screenshots of this um, in in the podcast uh, in the app, so that when we talk we're, while we're talking about this, people can kind of get an idea of mm-hmm. uh, how these look and if they had the app before or if they if they have the app they'll know that there is definitely an improvement in, in how this looks and works for Most definitely. you know on, on the on the user side no I, I will say the one negative and this is a negative i had previously is with the um the filter for hdr oh yeah just don't use it it's horrific a lot of those filters are good. The miniaturize and depth of field work great. You can't do mm-hmm. a lot of adjustments, unfortunately. So your image has to be centered. Um, but if you have a centered image, you want to make it look like a miniature, you know, especially with the pan and the tilt. Um, yeah. You know, it works great. Um, I like some like the the tonals, uh, the analog, you know, they, they, they're there. I like those. But for the HDR, it looks crappy HDR. Yeah, yeah. It, it literally um, looks like HDR from 10 years ago. Where everything's blown out and the colors are bright but washed. Mm-hmm. So they're, 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 they're very bright colors, but they're not like contrasty colors. The Everything's overly sharp. The whites are almost, the whites are actually blown out and they're no longer white. Um, you know. Yeah, it's uh, a hot mess. <laughs> it, it is, it is. I mean, the other, the other ones are great. Um, the, um, I like their frames. They have lots of options for frames. If you want, if you like that thought, if you like that look. Um, both horizontal and vertical. Or like a vintage frame, or it looks like an old um, Insta camera. The grit ones I like a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the mats, you know, the, I like those. I, I like a lot of the filters, especially if you know if I want to do something that's a little more unique. Um, then you know, or if I don't want to necessarily build something out on my own, like polar and put fifteen things together, you know. But that HDR just just ignore it. <laughs> yeah i mean unless you want to go out and you know make like crazy hdr instagram filter and just take photos with it and put it on there and if you want to use that as a style that's different but don't expect you're going to get the well this image is you know the, the shadows are a little too dark and it's a little overblown this hdr will fix it unfortunately won't. yeah that's really, uh, really the only. That's the only negative I, I've ever had about Camera Plus Two is that HDR filter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, the other filters are fine. I think they had a nice little touch. If you want to put a a mood on a photo, yep. it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Yeah, that's right. Something else I noticed, and I don't know if it was in in the edit suite before, is it, when you're 
not in a raw edit, but just in a normal edit, at the top, there's a little, uh, looks like a wizard's hat, which would mm-hmm. be like the magic wand tool in photos. So, yeah. you, you know, that gives you a bit of a starting point for everything by, you know, you hit that and mm-hmm. then it uh, does some adjustments for you. And, and um, you know, you know, it adjusts, I can see where it's in this particular one image I'm looking at it, increase the exposure a wee bit, um, drop the contrast a little bit, highlights and shadows have brought them down. Um, you know, and it's going to be different for every, every photo. I, I, I think because it's, um, obviously it'll be an AI thing, right? So it, mm-hmm. uh, it you know, I, it, do you know if it had that before? It did have an auto feature. Okay. It wasn't considered <clears throat> magic, but it was like an auto feature. So, um, uh, I think well, I haven't, closest thing I, I, have. I haven't read up too closely on the, um features and and all the new stuff that's been upgraded but i wouldn't be surprised if they've done a little better job with that particular feature right there you know the the auto uh auto enhance or whatever you want to call it yeah um i think chances are they've learning too yeah that's right yeah so um well you know it's a good update and Mm -hmm. if it is an app that you find you want to use a lot you know what? I would go. I would take the plunge and just buy it outright, rather than do any subscription. Um, you know, like Dave, like you said earlier, Dave, subscribe for a month, see what you see if you like it. If it's not your yeah. thing, you can always cancel it. But if you find you really like it and you're gonna f- use it a lot, if not all the time, um, I would get out of that subscription model and just buy it outright. It's only what you say, twenty four dollars. Uh, $24, yeah, $25, $24.99 yeah. to purchase. $24.99 outright. US. Um, it would be a well worth investment. And um, then, then you don't have to worry about, you know, you'll be get up, you'll get upgrades and all that stuff in the future. You won't mm-hmm. have to worry about, um, you see, I, I bought it uh, quite some time ago. I don't know how many years ago I paid the full price yeah. for everything. And they bring out a whole new version and everything gets grandfathered to me. I don't, I don't have to pay mm-hmm. any more. I get it all. Um, so that's a yeah. benefit of, you know, paying the full price of it. Um, so yeah, by all means, check it out. Uh, they've got a good website. We'll put a link to that in the show notes mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, shows a lot of these features too. So, um, you know, give it a look and, and see what, uh, see if it, see if it tickles your fancy any. So, so that's camera plus two. Uh, well, actually, you know what? I, I think they're calling it camera plus 22. <laughs> oh, I, I'm pretty sure in the, uh, um, in the write-up, it said camera plus 22. I, I guess it's because it's 2022. And, um, I would, I would have thought it would be camera plus 2.2, but I'm pretty sure I saw it's camera plus 22 somewhere. So that was interesting. Well, I'm just showing uh, it as, yeah, yeah. Welcome to the camera plus two, two explanation point yeah so i don't know if it's yeah it says camera plus pro camera and editor Mm -hmm. and it is because there's another camera plus out there yeah and And so you got to be they have the legacy they have their legacy app camera plus um i don't know if you can even get it anymore but i know i have it on my phone it's not downloaded on the phone but it's there and it's got that little download icon. 
but there's also one called camera plus yeah. with camera the word plus right right so that's what you got to be careful because there's another camera plus free with color effects oh so is there you, yeah so and you're right it's still there camera plus legacy is still there and that is the original oh, okay but you want to make sure you get the one from late night soft if you're interested yeah that's right because that is the company name yeah yeah so we'll, i'll link the website and the app itself actually um, in the show notes so that, you know, people get the right one if they want to check it out. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's camera plus two, two. <laughs> uh, so now we are going to take a quick look at some of our recent photos. Yep. And Dave, you just keep knocking these out of the park. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I saw on Facebook the other night, you were looking at some really cool clouds. Yeah. Above your house or above your neighborhood. It, it was um, the entire city. The entire city just went crazy because of these clouds. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So folks, look on your phone and have a look at this photo of these really cool clouds. And it, this doesn't do them any justice because if you had to be there when Dave did a quick Facebook live and he was showing these things and he was kind of panning around and man, it was really neat. Yeah, this was, and like I said, it was the entire Pittsburgh area. Uh, it was absolutely hilarious that everyone's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter just <laughs> exploded with like, oh my God, you have to go outside and look at these clouds. This is amazing. Yeah. And they are called, let me get to the, let me make sure here. And I don't know how to pronounce this. Ma'am. Mantis, I guess. <coughs> I'm sorry about that. That's uh, right. M-A-M-M-A-T-U-S. And okay, it yeah. was right at, yeah, it was right at sunset. And I mean, the, the, the one, the, the reason I went outside, I just noticed through the window, you had this golden glow everywhere. And I'm like, yeah. okay, the, the glow was just, you know, it just really doesn't happen that often around and go out, you see these clouds, and they don't look real. They literally look like something out of a, a movie. Because the part, at least in the photo, that the, that looks puffy were actually mm-hmm. like points going down from the cloud. Um, kind of like, like they were hanging from the cloud. Yeah. And then... And that's how they look. I mean, literally, that's what they look like when you look at them in the sky. They just kind of look like they were all hanging down from the clouds. It's almost and, like they're upside down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how it felt like. And then, um, then, then you had this, the color, because you, if you notice, right on the horizon, there's blue. So yeah. it was clear. So you had the glow of the sunset coming right at that really sharp angle because this was nine o'clock at night i took this yeah so you almost had two different cloud formations happening at the same time and yeah it was just kind of it, it just what i did is i went to the uh my hill up by up in the back of the house because I oh yeah, yeah over my house mm-hmm. and look out look directly west and that's where i got this picture from yeah. And like I said, it's just the, the colors and the, the weird points going down. 
And now the funny thing is when I was looking to get the exact name of the clouds, um, I just typed into Google Pittsburgh clouds. Oh, really? And they can, they, they come up, but also the auto the auto complete was yeah. why is Pittsburgh so cloudy? It's Pittsburgh the cloudiest city in the U.S. Uh, how cloudy is it in Pittsburgh all the time? So it's like, gee, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can assure thanks, you, we have Google. plenty of clouds here too. Oh yeah, I think we have but more yeah. cloudy days than we have sunny days. But um, I have never seen anything like that before, and that yeah. is so yeah. cool. First, first time, first time I've ever seen that. Yeah, and it was just completely mind-blowing and like i said every literally everyone went out and everyone was posting photos left and right and then i put together um on instagram um on reels i put together a slideshow with the different photos i took too well check out prof pod on instagram and go to his reels and have a look at these um these images because uh it was really, really fantastic. And and when you went on live there, that, that was, um, that was really cool. Uh, it was, it was so neat to see it live. It was just, just oh, yeah. now I, I missed the actual live, but I was on, I, I think maybe 20 minutes after you mm, quit recording. Okay. I think I, that's when I picked it up and, but yeah, it was pretty cool. So that's Dave's clouds. Yeah. Yeah. Just So now we go to an architectural <laughs> shot, which is really cool. Yeah. And I'm going to guess this is with the ultra wide. (laughs) Yes, most definitely. Um, Just walking around and I just happened to look up because it was just really, it was, it's really sunny, but the way the, um, the reflection of the windows that are on the right side hit the left side of the building gave you that streak, the light streaks. And I did that. This was edited where the sky, I made it more of a turquoise. Um, okay. Yeah. In, in, in polar. So, what, but it what, works. Was, oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that in terms of the color of the glass, the color of the, you know, the, 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 um, the stone and the metal part of the building. And just, I just happened to look up and it was like, it's like, okay, this is just a uh, the way this the, the angles all came together yeah and i was able to get close enough to the building itself because i know a lot of times depending on how the building's set up it's really hard to get close to a building per se mm-hmm. yeah you know depending on how they have it set up it was like you know what this this works perfectly this just works perfectly how it's set up here so i just looked up and said oh that's i just love that angle right there and afterwards i went in and i did some adjustment on the actual um the actual photo itself um Mm -hmm. but yeah so this yeah this was i don't know honestly i don't know what building this was to be honest uh i know it was in oakland but other than that i don't know (laughs) yeah i but i just love the way the, the whole look came to it too yeah, it's really cool. Like the reflections, you know, from the when when the sun hits those panes of glass, and then they reflect down onto the other side. It's at the angle that they they come down on as well. Um, you know, it just it really adds a lot of pizzazz to it. And I, I love what you did 
with the with the sky. Um, and you know what amazes me about the iPhone camera, especially the ultra wide, is you can see a little shrub at the bottom. So that's ground level. And then you can see all the way up to the top, and it looks like it's what one, two. It's about an 11 or 12 story building. And you can see right up to the sea uh, or the, the rooftop, or like right, right up to the roof, and then the sky. And you could see it all, and it's very sharp. It's, it's nice and sharp mm-hmm. and clear all the way from the ground right up to the yeah. top to, the, to where the roof is. And that, that's a real testament of the um, um, depth of field that that camera yeah. can capture. Yeah, that's that's really cool. And this is another artistic uh, sculpture mm-hmm. in your fair city that is really cool as well. Yeah, it's good. Now, the original one, this is a copy of the original. It was okay. called Walking to the Sky. Uh, the original was installed at Rockefeller Center oh, okay. uh, in New York, uh, and it was moved to the Sculpture Center Dallas, the original. Uh, so, copy, there's a copy in, this is uh, Carnegie Mellon University's campus, mm-hmm. um, and there's another copy in Korea, in, South, in Seoul, South Korea. Oh, really? So, yeah. Yeah. So... Uh, kind of disc- I'm going off the um, uh, Wikipedia entry here. Uh, it was it was a gift from a trustee. Uh, a lot of people did not like it, to be honest. Really? Yes. Um, just because it's a giant, it, it kind of sticks up. Um, which, you know, anytime you do something different, people are going to like, oh, that's stupid looking. I don't understand that this, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a, if you notice, it's a pretty tall structure and it's kind of neat because you have the different, uh, figures of people walking up the pole itself as it's going up and up. And the the two people at the bottom, they're also part of the sculpture. Yeah, yeah, I thought that might have been the case there. Yeah. yeah, so they're not just people actually looking up, but the whole thing's part of the sculpture. Yeah. So, so it, it, well, it, it's kind of a, a neat look that yeah. you kind of get. <laughs> yeah, I like it. You know, we just don't have stuff like that around here where I live. Like we have, you know, the odd sculpture or you know art art piece of them but nothing like this like nothing that's um you know this looks like it might be i don't know what three stories high uh close to it like that yeah 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 because he knows the trees um i would say maybe three stories yeah 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 at least three stories yeah so and, and you know when you look at that i mean you you wonder how far into the ground must that have to go to hold it up right it's actually a hundred feet tall. Oh, really? Yeah. 75 degree angle, hundred feet tall and, uh, weighs seven tons. Wow. Yeah. So, so it'll be actually, well anchored. It's actually 10 story tall. <laughs> yeah. So those, um, you know, the figures, the people, they mm-hmm. must, they're, be... they're life size. Yeah. They're life size. Well, okay. well, I mean, uh, they must get bigger as they go up then because it doesn't yeah, look like yeah. they're, but the people really on the small. ground are life size. Yeah. The people on the yeah. life size, people on the ground are definitely life size. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, that's just another cool piece right there. That's yep. uh, you know, nice capture of it. And um, you know, it, it looks like it's a, uh, looks like it's a brushed metal of some sort. Mm-hmm. It's got some nice reflections on it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, very cool. Uh, so my three are from a recent local camera club outing that we did. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, these members of the club, they have a, a nice, wonderful series of gardens on their property. And they invited us out to take pictures of all their flowers and stuff. And I think their specialty is peonies because they had a lot of those, but they had other things, you know, they had, um, I really don't know my flowers very well, but they had, you know, they had some roses and, and, uh, um, I don't know, other ones, (laughs) but I had to rely on the uh, lookup feature on my, on my iPhone to tell me what, what these Mm -hmm. were, but uh, the first one, it's a white peony. And I shot it in portrait mode. Um, I brought out the old faithful for this one, Halide. Um, and so I waited till the breeze stopped blowing. And that way I can make sure that it's going to get the stem and everything else without um, making them disappear on me. And um, uh, then I just shot it. But as well, like it's kind of like backlit from the sun. And um, when I did the edit on this, I used the brilliance in photos, I did, I used the brilliance slider to kind of lighten up the shadows on my side of the flower because it's backlit. And, um, you know, it, it just, it's a, it's a great tool for balancing out the lighting in, in a photo. Mm-hmm. And then, and then the rest was just, you know, the, um, a uh, little bit of saturation and whatnot. Um, I think I used the definition slider a little bit and uh, give it a slight vignette. I think that was about it. So um, there's, you know, there's so many peonies out there that a lot of the pictures I took were kind of the same type of flower. So that's why I wanted to try this in depth mode in Halide just to try something different with it. So um, Mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure it was something that was well separated from the background. So it's got a nice bokeh in the background. And uh, so that's my white peony. The next one is, I think it's some kind of a rose. Um, It's a pink flower. And I softened this up with the Glamour Glow feature in Snapseed. Um, A really cool, cool tool to use for softening an image. Uh, you can see that the edges of the petals, this was a macro shot, of course, too, with um, uh, probably the reflex long range macro. And, but the edges of some of the petals in the foreground are, are sharp. You can see the, the nice sharp edges of them, but then everything gets soft, especially as it goes back. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was a perfect candidate for glamour glow, um, you know, being backlit again. Uh, from the sun and it just really softens and and makes things look ethereal or whatever that, you know, that mood is that. um, uh, So that, that was a snap seed edit. And and I don't think I've even cropped this. It's a, it's a full frame image. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Kind of, kind of fun to play with detail in that too. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. It, and it, oh man, it was so fun out there. I, I was only going to stay an hour and I was two hours at least <laughs> at this place. So, you know, they, they have a, a lot of, you know, fantastic gardens. Um, this third one is a peony and this one was mm. with the, I think it might've been the Struman optics um, macro lens just to get a little closer uh, the, what, what struck me about this was, and it was maybe just the way it was kind of in the sun is the edges of these stamen. It was almost like somebody was trying to make a margarita with this flower and they were dipping them in, in salt. Yeah, <laughs> That's what it kind of reminded there, me. There, there's, there's a jewel like, um, um, crystal crushed crystal yeah. look to it. Yeah. And it's amazing that that's just the way they are. That's just that their natural look. Um, so, I mean, this, this was, you know, it might've been, I, I think I might've hit the magic wand on, in photos with this one and then just left it at that. Um, I tried to put a vignette on it, but I didn't like how it darkened down the, uh, the right edge mm -hmm. too much. So I, I left the vignette off of it and uh, it's, um, you know, just a nice, bright, brilliant, flower and it's those like you say those jewel type of uh look on the end of the stamen that really caught my eye when i was shooting it so um yeah so that's my recent photos don't think i have much else other than a couple of snapshots down by the harbor but they're not a not as good as this one that's for sure so i guess that's it for the show um yeah. Camera Plus 2, big update. Um, I, I'm, if, if the next iPhone comes out with a 48 megapixel sensor, um, you know, that's probably going to, what's the term, Sherlock Camera Plus 2's feature? Uh, you know, they're saying iOS 16 Sherlocked a whole, whole ton of uh, different yeah. apps when it, when it was announced. Well, yeah, they did add a lot of things were, and the same thing, not only photography related, but same thing with the watch. Yeah. Same thing with the watch, especially now. I'm curious to see how far some of these features go back. Because I right, know yeah. that the, the, the watch three is no longer supported. Right. So I want to see how far back they go with the support. To see if, like the um, the watch two or watch four, which is what I have. That's what I have too. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm really curious because the watch the the, um, the there's some new running features where mm -hmm. they're giving you a lot of data that a lot of these apps you had to pay for in the past that they're oh, yeah. doing now free. You know, especially like the different zones that that depends on your heart rate. You know, because it's basically it's your age, mine. It's and I have no idea where this, how legitimate <laughs> yeah. the the thing is. It's two twenty minus your age, and then percentages depending on you know if you like zone five is an out and out sprint that your tongue's hanging out of your mouth and you're barely hanging on you're foaming at the mouth type thing yeah yeah and like one is a slow jog and they just kind of break it up in between they say well you know some training you want to do mid some lower so i'm kind of see how far back it goes 
on yeah. the um, on the watch, if they say, "Well, you need an i watch, you need an Apple Watch five or six, and you can't mm. use a four, and it'd be like, yeah, yeah." But, and you know, the same goes same goes with some of the stuff in the in iOS. Like you yeah. know, it'd be interesting. Like I mean, you and I will be fine with our twelve and thirteen Pro Maxes, mm-hmm. um, but it's you know when people, it's it's you know I find the ten. Well, I mean, iOS 16 only, is only going to be compatible back to the iPhone 8 and then right. and the iPhone SE, I think, that came out around yeah. that time. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to see what features are, are only going to be good for, say, the 10 and above. Um, well, the 10 and the 8 come out at the same time, so they should the be. The 10 and 8 were the exact, yeah, actually the 10 they are the exact same phone internally, just a matter of yeah. uh, face ID versus the yeah. But you know things and, things changed when the 11 came out because yeah, yeah, but the 11 the 11 the big change so yeah because just the way the chipset worked like it it, it right. took little chunks of this chip and to do mm-hmm. certain functions and the rest of it didn't have to that's you know the battery life increased greatly at that time so it'll, it'll be interesting to see what happens um, you know just just real quick have you heard of any rumors about you know as you know, WWDC came out and right. we talked about it on the last show that sometimes you can hear things in the betas of iOS 16 that mm-hmm. might kind of give you an idea of what the next iPhone is going to be like. Have you heard anything? Not really. Not really. No, I haven't and either, really. I, I honestly just, and I think last year Apple didn't get pinched with, with the uh, chip shortage. I think they're getting pinched this year. That's oh, why. Really? Just just because there's physical limitations on what you can and cannot produce in terms of the amount of volume Apple needs. So yeah. this is going to be a year where, like, the difference between Roos, MonPro, and MyPro is, like, Raw and the Zoom. Yeah. Other than that, there's if you've got the Pro, you've got the 13 Pro non-Max, and you've got the 13 other than the, like I said, the raw, the cinematic, not the cinematic, but, but the pro. Pro res. Pro res, which. Yeah, I, in I the video, many, yeah. Yeah, not many people are using that, but, you know, the, the big thing, the big difference is like the pro on the, the pro and the zoom. But other than that, there's not a lot of difference. There's go, if, if the rumors are going to be true, there's going to be a lot of difference between the pro and non-pro version for the 14th. Yeah. A lot. And. I think the only thing that I could say comfortably is that they're going to have a 14, a 14 max, mm-hmm. a 14 pro and a 14 pro max. Right. Um, so they're making a bigger size phone where you don't have to pay the money for the pro version, but you right. can still have a bigger phone. So in the 14 it'll be max. interesting to see if they, if they push up the cost of the pro and the pro max is even more though. Yeah, that'll be interesting. Hmm. And of course, don't forget as much as, even though we're, let's see here, hold on, let me see here. We're three months away from the iPhone 14. Mm-hmm. The rumors for 15 are out already. Oh, I know. Yeah. They, they've been <laughs> kind of talking about the 15, um, with the pairs, you know, even er- even earlier this year, there was some yeah. mumblings about it. Um, gosh, I think it's too early 
to be talking about the 15. Um, yeah. But, you know, people like Ming Chi Kuo, who is an analyst who mm-hmm. doesn't rely on the supply chain, but he just analyzes the data that he gathers in the years yeah. to come up with his ideas. Um, you know, I don't know, maybe he's, maybe he knows something we don't, obviously he yeah. must, but um, it'll be interesting. Well, it'll we, be interesting to well, see and hear what they come this. up with. We all know that the 14 design is already, is already put in. There's yeah. not going oh, to yeah. They're, they're actually starting to make them. Per, yeah. Yeah. Just because of production and everything that has to go with it. And the fact that so many of the machines that make the phones are designed by Apple. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Apple, and this is something a lot of people don't realize is that the Apple is not going to these manufacturers and says, and say, here's what the phone should look like. Go do it. They're saying, yeah. Okay. Here's a machine that we're buying that we will lease to you, like you can use to build our phones, but we're building and designing the machine to actually make the phone in the first place. Mm-hmm. So you have to be so far, that has to be so far ahead to, oh, yeah. you know, you figure you have to know what the phone's going to do so you can design the machine to make the phone in the first place because you're not just yeah. using off the shelf components. So, yeah, I mean, I, I heard that when Steve Jobs died, there were like five versions of different mm-hmm. products on the table oh, yeah. that they were working on. Yeah, you know, five like like for example, say five generations of iPhone would be mm-hmm. sitting on the table, being worked on and being developed when he passed away. Yeah. So they have to be, you know, that far ahead. To and and they, they you know obviously they're not going to be the final versions by any means because no. they're keeping an eye on the competitors just like any mm-hmm. company would and when say Samsung brought out that 103 megapixel camera you can bet your sweet patootie somebody from Apple went and bought one and brought it back and they tore that thing mm-hmm. apart uh, right down to the pixel to find out yeah. what you know what was in it um, and that's why I. I think the 48 megapixel rumor could be pretty, um, mm-hmm. pretty true. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Oh yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Well, we'll, we'll dig into more iOS 16 stuff. Um, when I can mm-hmm. get the beta on my phone, uh, hopefully by the next show, that'll be available as a public release. And, um, but as, as soon as it is, I'll be putting it on and playing around with it. Uh, I've seen people on Twitter playing around with things and um, you know, there are some bugs and stuff like that, obviously, but uh, that that's going to happen in a beta, but hopefully by the time the public beta comes out, they'll have a lot of those resolved. Um, You know, some of the things I've seen are pretty minor, but uh, and wouldn't take much to fix, but so, all right, Dave, well, um, we'll call it at that and uh, let everybody know where they can find you. Sure, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as ProfPod. Uh, if you're on the TikToks as the young kid, hello, fellow children, um, <laughs> get on there. I'm ProfPod PGH. And All on right. the iPhoneography Facebook group is Dave Podner Jr. All right. You can find me on Instagram at McMillan Photo, Twitter, McMillan underscore photo, on Glass as just Greg. I was lucky enough to get my first name there. Um, I'm also on the uh, iPhoneography Podcast Facebook group. 
And uh, look for both Dave and I over in the iPhone photo team as well uh, at iPhonePhotoTeam.com. Um, a great community, uh, just like the uh, Facebook group is. And, oh, gosh, I don't know how many people are in the Facebook group, but it's probably it's, – it's got to be – is it pushing 3,000 or is it over 3,000? Um, I don't know offhand. Um, uh, I can try doing a quick lookup while you're finishing up. Uh, we're actually, it says 2,400. Yeah. And you know what? Only just a few short months ago, it was just over 2,000. Right. So it's continually growing, which is nice to see. Um, the, the iPhone photo team, it's only been going since maybe March. And they've already got over 600 members. So it's growing nicely too. So um, both places are great resources for learning and and uh, seeing other people's pictures and stuff like that. So give them a look. We'll have links in the show notes. And um, uh, well, Dave, I guess we'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Sounds great. Have a good one, everyone. All right. All right take care.